May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, my Lord, my rock, my redeemer, my light. This is the message that we have heard, have heard from him. This is the message that we proclaim, proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. For as we walk in the light as he is in the light, for as we, if, as we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. We have fellowship. We have fellowship with one another. Fellowship. These words from our epistle lesson, 1 John, uh, they were etched on my heart over 45 years ago uh, in, a, in a choir anthem that we sang in the youth choir I was a, a part of. We would sing it the first Sunday after we got back from a choir camp, which we did on an annual basis. At that time, I learned to not only have a relationship with God, but to have fellowship with God, to walk in his holiness, to walk in his light. It was also at that time that I learned through that youth choir, through that youth group I was in, through youth Bible studies that I was in, to also have fellowship with other believers. You see, having a relationship with God comes simply as he enters your heart. At the end of 1 John, it is written and explained, he who has the Son has life. Now that's relationship. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. He does not have that relationship. Relationship is having Christ in your life. But fellowship, fellowship is experiencing him, walking with him, walking in the light. See, you can have a relationship without having fellowship, but there's no way that you can have fellowship without having a relationship. Fellowship permits the light of God to shine to shine through you to, to others. Fellowship is, is key to vital Christianity. See, I, I had a relationship with God from a very early age. I was baptized as a baby. Uh, my family went to church, some, and, and we, we prayed before meals. I had a relationship, but I did not have fellowship until those teen years. Those teen years when I... Uh, when I served, when I, when I worshiped, when I, when I truly surrendered myself to God. To walk in the light, to have fellowship with God, that is something that he longs for. Now, does that mean we're going to be without sin? Never going to do anything wrong? No, absolutely, absolutely not. That is the reason that Jesus came down to live with us. That's the reason that Jesus died for us, that he rose again for us to take away that sin so we could have a relationship with him. But more importantly, so we could have fellowship with him also. 
But you see, it wasn't always that way for me. See, we have a choice of walking in darkness or walking in the light of Jesus. And in my mid-20s to my mid-30s, I had a relationship with Jesus. I'd be the first to tell you that I was a Christian. But I did not have fellowship. On the outside, if you looked at me, you'd say, wow, he's doing pretty good. I drove a fancy luxury car. I lived in a nice house in Huntington Beach, California. I had a great job. But on the inside, I was being consumed by the world. Materially, I was successful, but without the joy of Jesus. See, nothing was enough. I just wanted more, but without satisfaction. I made decisions in business based on whatever I could get away with. And that was not God-pleasing. You know, a lot of it, a whole lot of it was okay in the world. A lot of it was okay in the world. But in hindsight, you know, I look back at it. And, and if I was honest at the time, it may have been okay in the world. But it was not okay in the eyes of God. Yes, I was denying him with my sin. I was walking in darkness. But now, now here's the good news. Is when I really, when I really fell to my knees, when I confessed to him my sin, when I surrendered to him, he truly was faithful and just. He did forgive me of my sins. He did cleanse me from all unrighteousness. He did allow me to again walk in the light, to have fellowship with my Father, with Jesus, to walk with the Holy Spirit. And he has given me, he has given me a joy that surpasses anything that came with me from the earthly successes I had had to that point. Now our fellowship we receive while walking in the light is not just with God our Father and Son, driven by the Holy Spirit, but it is also manifested with each other as fellow believers. As our epistle lesson says, if we walk in the light, we have fellowship with one another. This is so important to our spiritual health and growth. And it's been really magnified to me during our struggles with isolation during this pandemic. Gathering together, our family of faith is such a blessing that becomes all the more apparent when this gift is taken away. The last few weeks has been extremely enlightening to me. As we all have started coming back together and worshiping together, it started, we had a number of people that came for the first time at Palm Sunday. Then we had even more people that came to worship together on Easter Sunday. As we've begun to get vaccinated, we've got begun to feel comfortable being around other people. 
uh, I did not realize how much I yearned for, how much I yearned for and missed our fellowship until we started coming back together. See, whenever we gather together as a church, it is a gift from God. With the gathering of saints, it provides a taste of the greater reality of heaven. That we can look forward to that time that we'll be together always and forever with our Lord. We do experience the love and presence of God through one another in Christ. God's grace calls us to assemble together for the preaching of his word, to recognize and support our brothers and sisters together in baptism and through baptism, to confess Christ and be fed together in communion at the Lord's table, to lift up our voices together and sing, and to give and receive ministry from each other as our church family. As we assemble together as the body of Christ on Sunday, we encounter Christ not only in word, but in his people. We know the love of Christ through one another. Our gatherings are an incredible gift from God to us. My prayer is that our hearts awaken to this gift and respond with praise to God for the grace given to us in our fellowship with one another. I am longing for these days of us being apart from each other to end and that not only we have fellowship in our worship community, but fellowship together in service, in study, and breaking bread together. Whether it be working together at God Cares About You, our mission in the International District, or working together with our school, the children, and the families of our school, whether it be working together with our youth, whether it be working together in all the human care activities that we do, whether it be working together in quilting, in, in LWML, whether it be coming together in Bible studies, in Bible studies, in LWML studies, in book discussions, and whether it be coming together and breaking bread together with our fellowship meals, all our fellowship events, our, our meet, 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 our women's luau, our chili cook-offs, our picnics, our 4th of July cookout, coming together, together as Christ. His apostles longed for it, and, and now we do too. Through it, God strengthens us in our faith and our spiritual walk as we walk with him in the light. Now, in today's age of individualism, far too many professing Christians are seeing the gathering of the church as an optional activity. As I illustrated it earlier, that happened to me. 
And when that happened to me, when I accepted it as an optional activity, that is when I began to walk not in light, not in his light, but walk in the darkness. Now, still others today are content with the internet church. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I am a big believer in the internet and our digital presence. Uh, I think it's an absolute fantastic way uh, to share the gospel with those that haven't heard it. I think it's an absolute necessity and fantastic way that we can reach out to those that out of safety or for physical reasons that can't come to worship. So it's, a, it's, it's so necessary. And we have been so gifted with people that can make that happen so, so well. But there is no substitute for the gift that we are given to physically gather together, to have fellowship with one another, to worship together, to break bread together, to sing together, to pray together, to confess together, to walk in the light together. May we never take it for granted and may we come back together even with greater joy as we're able to, to serve our Lord as one together. So I say to you, this is the message, the message that we have heard from him. This is the message that we proclaim, that we proclaim to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. For if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship together. Fellowship, fellowship together, fellowship. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we come to you this morning. We come to you in awe. We come to you in worship. We come to you in love. We surrender ourselves to you. Help us, help us to walk in your light. Help us to follow you. Help us to seek your will. Help us to continue to gather together as, as believers, together in this church as one. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.